What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. Be excellent to each other, as Bill and Ted would say. So today, I came across a really interesting part of an episode on Gaia about uh, draconian ships and uh, Randy Kramer's... um, involvement with them and, 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 you know, battling them. And one of the things that he made mention of was that they used what appears to be some, some kind of psychotropic to, um, (laughs) instill fear into their enemies when the ship comes down. So what he stated was when he was battling one of these draconian ships and they were dropping off soldiers onto the battlefield, they had this black mist or like a translucenty kind of blackish mist, you know, that I can only imagine would resemble um, that chron- the second movie of the Chronicles of Riddick where the ship comes down and it like has this like mist all around it. It was supposed to like show that it was like an ethereal ship, not quite of our dimension. And they had this mist that instilled fear into the soldiers. Now they had, if they had never experienced this before, they would it basically disabled them. They weren't able to fight. But once they had experience with it, then they they had kind of like a kind of like an inoculation to it, if you will. So he stated that this mist would kind of be like the scarecrow, right? Like um, the scarecrow from Batman, where he would just um, spray you with this like psychotropic. And it made me think, how efficient would that be? On the battlefield. Could you imagine if we used that on the battlefield? Like how, I mean, imagine if you had that at your capability, right? Like, let's just say you sprayed people with a bunch of like, I don't know, fast acting LSD or like immediate acting, um, you know, you know, Xanax or something like that. Something that would like just totally disable somebody, just knock them out or make them go crazy. You know, so that's what these guys do. The draconians, they live off of fear, right? We know this. They, it's, it's built into their um, culture. Uh, it's kind of like how reptiles kind of behave. They, they, uh, they bully. They bully people around, you know. They bully entities around, uh, around them, uh, wherever they are, you know. Think about alligators. Think about, think about Gila monsters. Just for a second. And uh, the Komodo dragon, especially. Komodo dragon's only on the one island, right? And when it bites in, when it bites in, it immediately has this uh, salivary uh, chemical that makes their opponent unable to move, right? Kind of decapacitates them. 
and it allows them to eat them. <laughs> so imagine if you had that, you could spray it though from your ship and immediately have an effect. Now what's interesting to me though is that they're saying that they sprayed it from the ship, which would have like kind of like this like small radius of of efficacy. Whereas if you had like an auditory um, tool or some other kind of uh, tool that could reach out farther, some sort of like radar um, tool that could like, you know, like for abductions, let's say, right? Like the theory is, is that there's some sort of technology out there that basically like blocks the ability to wake up in the vast majority of the area, right? So they don't see the ship. So, like, let's say somebody's coming to abduct you, they're going to use this tool, this te technique, to uh, knock everybody out, keep everybody asleep at 2 a.m. when they usually do their abductions, and then they, and then they take off. <clears throat> so, why not use something like that, as opposed to, like, instilling fear? But maybe the instilling of fear onto the battlefield would, you know, be more of a what's the right word demoralization of your enemy so instead of like having to use some sort of other kind of weapon all the time to knock your opponents out if you instill fear into them then immediately you're going to have you, they're going to go back they're going to go back home and be like oh my god these guys are so terrifying we can't fight them we can't fight them at all demoralize the enemy send them back home and you're not going to have a problem anymore. Whereas if you knock them out, well, that's not going to send the message back home, is it? They're not even going to know the message. They're not even going to know you were there. <clears throat> Unless that's your intention. So I just I wanted to talk about this because I wanted to see what you guys thought. I wanted to see if you think it's an efficient weapon, if you think it's a real weapon, and whether or not you would use it on the battlefield and whether or not it makes military sense um, given that we know that there are different kinds of techniques and different kinds of uh, technology that they wouldn't really need to use this but it's been reported by a pretty reliable source so I would have to say probably exists probably being used and it's out there so let's say you know this Let's say, these, you know, our, our soldiers know this, and Randy Kramer's told us this, and he says, well, now that we know about it, we have our own team that has looked into this. We have our own team that, that can combat this kind of weaponry so that we can fight it next time. So he said not only do they have weaponry to fight it, but they also have um, empaths and psychic soldiers that they bring out onto the field to fight these guys while they're in battle. So not only are they fighting the psychotropics with this medication, but they're also fighting a psychic battle on the battlefield. What do I mean by that? Well, these, these draconians, they're not just gunslinging Neanderthals, they're also highly psionic. And what does that mean? means they have the capability of mind control and tele telepathy, but also remote influence. They can influence people from distance, so they can influence you. 
they can get you to do things that you would normally wouldn't do. So, if all of them have this capability, we're in big trouble. But luckily, we have our own psychic warriors and own technology and technology from other species that can help us fight this. So, we got a little lucky, right? We made our own partnerships, made our own deals, and figure out that, oh, we don't have to just fight them ourselves. We can do it as a team and make deals with other other societies and other uh, species to combat these guys using our own tech and our own people. So what they do is they, re they recruit people that are em psychic empaths to battle these guys on the field. One of the other whistleblowers um, on Gaia talked about being one of these empaths. And uh, I believe his name, oh gosh, I'm, I don't want to get it wrong, so I won't say it. I'll try to pull it up later, but um, he, it's not Michael Jacob because he's, he's different. Um, he's more of a, a SEAL Team 6 guy. Um, this other whistleblower, you know, kind of, kind of a small guy, quiet, quiet guy, you know, not, not like, you know, some gung-ho gunslinger, but like pre-reserved. And what's really interesting is if you think about it, right, like I, you know, kind of like I'm a, I'm a kind of an energetic guy. I'm kind of like a gung-ho guy. Like, hey, let's go out and do this. Let's go out and do that. But there's lots of guys that are more quiet. Lots of guys that are more in tune with their own, you know, emotional, emotional side and spiritual side. Or, I mean, I'm pretty to their side. But, you know, they they can be soft. Softer emotionally. And when you have that, you can be in tune with that. And so these guys, they can go out on the battlefield. And they can feel things that might not be felt if it was just some, some gung-ho gunslingers out there. So they bring these guys out, and they're capable of combating these, like, 14-foot-tall reptilians. It's pretty impressive. So I think, you know, when it comes to this, you know, we have to look at our own technology and see what we can use that would be efficient in fighting a battle like this. I mean, it's not something you can really fight with guns. You got We have to have our own psychotronics and psychotropics. You know, basically, that's mental health medication, right? Like, it's things that affect your mind. So, we already have, have a decent grasp, you know, on this field. Uh, it's, it's still got a long way to go. I mean, I've worked in it, so I know what it's like. Um, but I think when it comes down to it, you know, we have the capability of at least using what we have. Now, what's on the market is not what the government has, right? So clearly they're going to have a lot more available to them than we would. But I think that the opportunity is there for us to use some of the medications I talked about already. Um, but it makes me think about, like, <laughs> what other species are using out there, you know, like, and, and what their their end game is. You know, when it comes to the Draconians, it seems like it's, like, 100% domination. You're going to do what we want, and that's it. There's no discussion. Now, Randy Kramer and, and a lot of their whistleblowers say that species like this, you know, where it's my way or the highway, are in the 5%, luckily, that we've encountered. But when it comes to, like, that fear-based, draconian, you know, reptilian methodology, it just makes you think, like, God, you know, don't they have a soul? Don't they have, you know, 
feelings? Don't they care about anybody else other than themselves? Well, <laughs> according to them, according to the guys inside the secret space program, not really. You know, they have it. It's it's very militarized. Uh, it's very, very much you know, the strong survive in in that world. Now, does that go for all reptilians? No, but for these draconians, yes. So, you know, when it comes to the weak, when it comes to the 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 ones that aren't strong enough to to survive, they don't care. They don't care. They'll they'll kill them off. They'll they'll eat them. They don't care. You know, and that's that happens in our own animal kingdom too. It happens when uh, lions come into um, another another pride, right? If there's any baby cubs from any other male, they'll just come in and eat them. They don't care, especially males. You know, they don't want any they don't want any um, competition. So that's just what it is. You know, females might be a different story. Usually is. So what else? What else can we say about these draconians using this fear-based, you know, psychotropics, if you will, um, and psychokinesis, uh, and, or telekinesis, not even telekinesis, but kind of like psychokinesis almost, and more along the lines of remote influencing. It, it makes you be cognizant of your own spirit, your own soul. Like, this stuff happens on Earth, too. We have our own spirits and our own energy and our own our own uh, energy force, right? When you're going out amongst a competition, you know, sports competition, fighting competitions, work competitions, <laughs> competitions for a parking spot. Um, we all have energy that we're putting out there, whether you realize it or not. And it doesn't have to be verbal, and it's always around you. It's always around you. Physically, spiritually, you know, it's it's a spiritual energy, and people feel it when you walk to the room. They don't have to even talk to you. It doesn't. It doesn't even have to be body language. People can just feel it. You know, I don't know if you guys ever watched the show Dexter, but <laughs> Sergeant Dokes would always say, "Me, something's creepy about you. I don't know what it is, but I can just, I can just feel it." People can feel it, and that's the feeling of that energy. So when you're when we go out into our everyday average worlds, just keep in mind the energy that you're putting out there is the energy that you're going to get back, you know? So it's it's important. It's important, especially when it comes up to, like, these spiritual wars that we might have to face with some of these other species, you know? You have to be aware of that for yourself. But really, more or less, more just for, like, your own community, you know, you have to be spiritually aware of what you're putting out into your own community. Are you helping the community be better? Are you not? You know, are you, when you go out, are you, are you bringing, you know, some happiness somewhere? Or are you bringing around negativity? You know, even though we talk about some potentially fear-based, um, you know, ideas on this program, you know, I always go out with like a smile on my face and I try to be happy with that people I engage with and I try to bring bring forth the positivity you know I don't want to bring negativity you know especially as you get older you just realize that you know you're not gonna be around on the planet for forever so what's the point in worrying and, and bringing negativity it's really not you know you gotta bring you gotta leave the world a little bit better than the way, way you came in you know what I mean so it's just something to think about 
So anyway, you know, is there much else to say about this weapon? You know, I mean, we could probably find some studies and things like that where they've worked on this kind of technology, but if we know it exists, it exists, right? So, I mean, there's medications you can take that would create a fear-based response, you know, for a lot of people. <laughs> Shoot, I mean, just get a bad acid trip. You'll know what that's like. And that lasts for 12 hours. Um, shoot, listen to Joe Rogan. He'll tell you about some badass trips. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, chances are you probably heard of Joe Rogan. And he has some good ones, too. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you know, take a look at it. Tell me what you think. Leave a comment in the comment section. Love to hear what you have to say. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple other things. But I find this one really fascinating. And maybe I'll explore it a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, just wanted to bring it out to you guys, see what you thought. So I hope you're having a fantastic day, staying positive, staying healthy, staying strong. Uh, keep your spirit strong. Keep your body strong. Keep your mind strong. If you, can't keep your, if you can't keep your body strong, keep your spirit strong. It'll help your body grow. And, uh, you know, as always, you know, keep following your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. I feel like a lot of times, especially like right now, it's easy just kind of like let go of your dreams and not follow them but i think that this is the time period where we have to stay strong and stay positive and there's a light at the end of the tunnel we just got to get there so anyway guys uh, keep your eyes on the skies question the universe and take care of yourselves until next time lockdown universe out